I never had any interest in running a marathon until a cool November day in 2011 when I was wandering outside my dad's apartment and stumbled upon the New York City Marathon, you know, mile 24 there coming down the far upper east side by Harlem and felt that energy and was like, well, you know what, maybe I should run a marathon. And um, so signed up for my first one, signed up for New York. And then uh, in 2017, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. My sister and I had done New York City together. We'd also just done Chicago. And running marathons had become a way for our family to really bond together. Uh, my dad loved watching us race. And when he was diagnosed, we thought, okay, hey, why don't we, by then we do about the Abbott six stars. And we said, you know, why don't we go on this journey together? Uh, we'll take dad along as long as he can. And we'll use that as an opportunity to bond and then to honor him. And so that started our journey in earnest. Hello, podcast world. Welcome to episode 121 of Run Chats with Ron Runs NYC. Meet Rob Dalto, six-star finisher, Abbott ambassador, and running community builder. When Rob's dad was battling cancer in 2017, running marathons with his sister Nicole became a way for his family to bond together. His dad enjoyed watching them race, and they made him a big part of their six-star journey. And though he didn't make it to their finish line, Rob runs with his dad's name, Joseph, on a singlet and uses running as a way to honor his dad and stay connected with him. Rob has run all five Abbott majors in 2023 and only needs to finish off his hometown race at NYC to complete an Abbott slam. There are currently only 84 runners in the world who have completed one, and around 10 on the Abbott slam journey this year, hoping to join this illustrious group after New York City. Rob had a breakthrough day in Chicago, ripping a 256 PR, fueled by a powerful letter his dad sent in 2017, sharing how inspired and proud he was of Rob and Nicole's running journeys. Rob works hard to engage in the community, doing workouts with a multitude of groups, performing sweat tests for runners to help them understand fueling, and trying to give back to the sport that brings him so much joy. Thanks to Rob for bringing such positive energy, this full convo is also available on IG. Hoping you enjoy the watch or listen. Rob Dalto, welcome to Run Chats with Ron Runs NYC. How you doing, my brother? We're here, Ron. We are here. Live, Ritz-Carlton, a few blocks away from the iconic Brandenburg Gate, start and finish of Berlin. Energy is high, bro. How are the vibes, man? You feeling it? The vibes are electric. Um, th this place is special, honestly. Every time I come back to Berlin for personal reasons and just the race itself, it's it's pretty darn cool. And we're we're right in the thick of it. Yeah. Right here. Yeah, we are. We were just over in Tiergarten Park with Dave from Abbott doing a little fun trivia game. <laughs> so we're like totally in the flow. And my boy Rob here gets off the plane, like comes coming from New York City. And I'm like walking out of the expo with two of my good friends, uh, you know, that are running the race as well. And of course, Rob is rolling in his suitcase off the plane and crashes into me. So the first person he sees is me. So exactly, that's gotta, exactly. It's gotta be some good luck, right? Wouldn't want it any other way. Yeah. Yeah, so what was, the, what was the energy like at the expo, the vibes? I mean, you've been partnering and doing some really cool stuff with Avid lately. What was it like to, you know, get over there, see their team, and just meet people and feel the energy at the expo? Expo was fun. Smooth, honestly, getting through there. 
Um, they've got a they've got a lot of good stuff going on over there. I this is cheesy, but I love how they do the bracelets here, where they just kind of melt it onto you. I don't know, it's something unique that they do here. But yeah, energy was good. Uh, seeing the Abbott folks was awesome. I mean, these, the Abbott races have changed my life. So just having any relationship there is just really really special. So spent a lot of time catching up with the folks and starting to see some familiar faces after having done a, a lap of all six majors and on through lap two and the slam this year. So it's really cool now to kind of be in the motion of seeing familiar faces again and again. Yeah. And they're getting to know you now. And that's the beauty of it. As you, when you put your foot in the water and you run a major and you run two, and then all of a sudden three, and then you start to think about, well, I have three more to go to earn my six star medal. And all of a sudden that board with all those names and the statistical numbers start to take on some significance. And you start to dream about like, Hey, I can get this done. So when did that kind of come into picture for you, like the whole six-star series before we talk about our own Abbott Slam journey this year and what that means to us? But when did like the whole Abbott racing presence and the six-star journey, when did that come into focus for you? Well, I never had any interest in running a marathon until a cool November day in 2011 when I was wandering outside my dad's apartment and stumbled upon the New York City Marathon, you know, mile 24 there coming down the far upper east side by Harlem and felt that energy and was like, well, you know what, maybe I should run a marathon. And um, so signed up for my first one, signed up for New York. And I never, I didn't even know what the six star journey was. I didn't even know what that meant back then. And then uh, in 2017, my dad was diagnosed with cancer my sister and I had done New York City together. We'd also just done Chicago and running marathons had become a, a way for our family to really bond together. Uh, my dad loved watching us race. And when he was diagnosed, we thought, okay, hey, why don't we, by then we do about the Abbott six stars. And we said, you know, why don't we go on this journey together? Uh, we'll take dad along as long as he can. And we'll use that as an opportunity to bond and then to honor him. And so that started our, that started our journey in earnest. Beautiful, but it was a fam, very much a family thing, um, versus an individual thing. Which, oh, completely. I, I, it wasn't on my radar. It was that was the yeah that precipitated us wanting to go on that journey together. Yeah, interesting. That may be part of why you have this deep connection with doing community things and are doing a lot of things, which we'll get to later as we have this conversation. But um, so many runners that are on this journey or on their path or trying to figure it out and work figuring out one day at a time, one run at a time or one race at a time. Um, it is more individualistic. You know, they have very specific goals. And for others, it's literally, can I actually finish a marathon? Is that possible? One, forget about six or traveling and all the other stuff. And in the beginning, we have no idea what we're doing. Literally, it's, I have no idea. Um, let's figure it out. Um, and doing it with your dad while he was still with you, because he's now gone, right? And you talk about running to honor him and you and your sister. Um, how many of those races was he able to be a part of with you and your sister, you know, while, while he was still present with you? So by the time we got, he, he saw a couple smaller races, but not another major. Um, he passed away in 2019. He actually had a and this is why this race holds so much significance for me. He had a ticket booked to Berlin in 2019. Um, it was very much his like physical mental finish line, you know, when he was battling. So to not make it was made that trip really special for the family um, as like a way to way to honor him. You know, it was kind of, you know, when you're in those situations, you're always holding out hope, right? You're always, you're always fighting for something. Um, and so that was his, that was his line, but he didn't make it. But nevertheless, it, it left an opportunity for us to all come together and just have an amazing experience. That's beautiful. 
Um, and I saw your kit. Um, I don't know if it was a story post or a reel or whatever you did where, you know, you're showing your kid and what you're going to run in. And so you have your dad's name, you know, on your singlet, which is pretty special. Um, cause I was like, wait a minute, that's not Rob's name. I'm like, I didn't know at first cause I didn't hear the audio playing with it. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. So you had somebody design that for you and, you know, put the whole kit together. <laughs> no, I'd completely jerry rig it. I, um, that's cut out of duct tape. <laughs> I literally take an exacto tape to exacto knife to duct tape, but um, you know, I started running with his name on on my chest when you know he was diagnosed and when he when he was sick. And for me, running and particularly in races is actually a time where I can kind of pause and spend time with him. And so you know, in the hoopla of day to day life, sometimes I I find it hard to get those moments of calm and those moments of reflection, but. Typically, somewhere within the twenty-six point two, I get them, and it's a great, a great opportunity for me to connect with him, chat with him, um, and just honor him. and And honestly, running a race and hearing his name yelled just keeps him alive in my heart. And I just, I love hearing his name yelled out. It's beautiful um, presence and uh, trying to stay in the moment and staying grounded. It's it's just so hard for all of us. I mean, we're we're hooked up to tech and it's like in our veins and it's in your business life and in my business life. So literally we're in front of screens, we're connected to them all the time. It's Twitter, it's Instagram and TikTok and a hundred other places coming at us at high speed, man. And it's crazy for somebody my age to be into that stuff too and really enjoy it. But I feel exactly what you're saying. I didn't lose my dad recently. He's gone many years, but I did lose my dog just you know two days before Boston. And um, when I couldn't run, when I was injured, and I know you had your own battles too to get back and get healthy here today. We both did, you know, to try to heal up and get stronger. Like on those runs, those are those moments where you can actually have a conversation. And it, people might think it's one way. It's not a one way conversation. Anybody who's had loss and someone they really love and respect and care for, it's a real conversation, man. Like sometimes I actually talk out loud. I don't know if you do, but I literally will talk out loud sometimes to people that have come and gone or my dog or something. Do you, or is it more just like between your ears, like that kind of a thing? Um, no, it's, it, it can be both. Um, you know, a lot of times what I just want to do is feel that sensation of, of their life and, and reflect on it and just feel that presence more than anything. Um, cause you, if you if you don't reflect on it, if you don't bring it back, you lose it. So, you do, and it's important that you don't ever want to lose that connection. So, um, I totally feel why having his name called out is just super extra special. And being back to the place where he couldn't complete that journey with you, yeah, more significance. And shifting to this year now, so you know, Rob's already earned a six star. Um, your sister did as well. Did she earn one too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just know for sure about that. I don't want to get it wrong, but I thought so. I thought you kind of were doing that together we more did. or less. Yeah. So that was our, our journey together. We ran or we participated in every race together with the exception of Boston. She ran Boston 2021. When we began the journey, I was adamant that I wanted to qualify. I wanted that to be part of my journey. At the time, I'd already run 10 marathons, but my best was only 335. And so I really put my head down. And this is probably part of my grieving process as well, if I'm honest, was to just kind of tuck into something and took 35 additional minutes off and, you know, qualified. When that day I was chasing sub three, I ran 259, 38, chasing it down to the final straightaway and was accepted for the 2022 race. So that, that meant a lot. And uh, so that was the only race we didn't do alone. Um, we coincidentally finished our first and last of the six hand in hand. Um, 2015, we ran 
the New York City Marathon together. That was our first. And um, she was going through some stuff and I ran the whole race with her and we finished, you know, hands together up in the air. And then uh, when we got to London, we did the exact same thing, ran the whole race together, finished hand in hand. And it was really special. Awesome. Siblings finishing together, six star medals, all of it. Um, and the journey, the path, um, through, you know, cutting 30 minutes is crazy. I mean, that's, that's a huge chunk. Um, and, and more, maybe more than 30 minutes at this point. And, you know, you have more in the tank. I mean, you're doing some serious work and, uh, we both know Jonah with the lab and you're into the lab, man. It's, it reminds me of Eminem, the soundtrack back to the lab again, man. Cause it's, that's what it is, man. It's, if you really want to excel and you really want to find your best, if you will, at any age, it doesn't matter. You may be not going to hit PRs anymore for me on at my age and whatnot, but you can still hit your maximum performance, like what you're truly capable of. And hey, man, that's your ha handle on Instagram, pursuit of performance, like perfect topic. Like that's what it's all about, right? Trying to find out how can I achieve my best through nutrition, things that you're personally doing. I see you out there measuring, doing salt tests with people, sweat tests. Um, really using the tech, working with Jonah, analytics, you know, VO2 max stuff, lactate one, two levels. Like where did that kind of science and analytical part of running, when did that grab a hold of you? And like, how has it helped your running personally? I've always been interested in how to find an advantage. I was actually never a particularly great athlete. I was always middle range, but found ways to kind of push, push my ceiling up a little bit by being more efficient, more effective in whatever I did. In school, they actually used to call me Dr. Rob because of my <laughs> methodical and really dialed tendencies. And so I've, it's always just been part of my DNA to figure out how can I tinker to get the most out of what I have. And it's crazy. I've been on a 20-year running journey, but even now I'm just unlocking new things. And a lot of it's the information that's available to us and accessibility. So like you were just talking about the, Jonah, like that has completely and will forever change how I train. Incredible what you can do with that, with the data um, from the technology that's available when you you know, do it with a professional who can, you know, teach how to interpret that data and put it into good action. So that's incredible. And then the, like the nutrition side, I just find fascinating. There's so much science out there now, and there's a lot of ways that you can educate yourself to figure out what's right for you and how to get the most out of your body. I mean, as, as you know, with, um, you know, with this as well, and, and then just how to live a better, healthier lifestyle now is, is the name of the game for me too, you know, sleep and, cutting back on things that could take away from training. I really, really cut back on alcohol and things like that. Um, cause I just find I could get so much more and really enjoy just getting the most out of myself on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Great, man. I mean, look, we're, we're going to look for minutes and then at some point it might become seconds. And sometimes it could be huge chunks of time, you know, when we're first getting started and we're first developing our aerobic capacity and getting stronger and building a stronger body that can handle mileage. And um, not everybody's built for high mileage. Some people can crush marathons running 40 to 50 miles a week. They don't need any more mileage. They can absolutely crush marathons running that amount. Others need to be in the 70, 80, 90. And that's just why I love talking about running. That's why I have a podcast, because you have to find out what's going to work best for Rob. You got to find out what's going to work best for Ron and for you, anybody who's listening to the show. Um, we all have a level where we're going to achieve more. We're going to optimize our performance. And um, doing too much could land us in the injury aisle, in the shopping cart aisle, you know, in the MRI aisle, which we don't, we want to avoid at all costs. And other times um, when we nail it and we get it right, we crush. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about this year, something near and dear to both of our hearts. We're on the pursuit of an Abbott Slam. Talk to our audience about what an Abbott Slam is. 
So an Abbott Slam is completing all six Abbott World Marathon majors in one calendar year. Awesome. You've got, and as you know, you've got six of them. You got the spring, and it's in two seasons. You got the spring season, Tokyo, Boston, London, and then you come back for the fall season. You kick it off here in Berlin. Then we go to Chicago in two weeks and New York City, our home city, four weeks after that. Where we get to finish it up together as a group, which I think somewhere between 10 to 20. Every time it happens, people think there's way more people doing it. But somewhere along the way, some people get injured, they can't finish. So they may they may have started the journey to finish all six in the year, um, but something goes wrong, a life event happens. And um, the total number for people listening, there's only 88 or 84, because I was looking at it through the Abbott stats before we did our little trivia game with, with Dave. It's 88 or 84 of us who've actually completed all six in one year. And there's actually only six that have done two Abbott slams or more. I think someone has actually done three or four. Um, but Dave's still working on some of the details with that from us from Stu. But, you know, so you're on your quest to finish your first Abbott slam. And, you know, like I said, 84 to 88. So it's less than 100 people. And so even our group this year added in will still probably be less than 100 people, man. That's got to feel pretty cool, right? Yeah. Hey, look, you've lived it. You're a trailblazer on this stuff. And like you said, one of, you know, you can't even, you could count them on your hands, how many people are going to do it twice like you have. So, I mean, no better, no one better to speak to it than you. But I mean, I, I will say now being on that journey, it's, um, it's unlike what I could, ever could have imagined or expected. First, because the Abbott World Marathon majors are just the best races on the planet, top to bottom, everything about them. There's a reason why they're the majors They hold themselves to a standard, unlike anything else. And that comes with a feeling and an environment unlike any other race. And what inspired me so much this year, just getting things kicked off in Tokyo was when you lean into the community in around these races, you will get exposed to the most extraordinary people you'll ever meet. And it's not even far beyond what we're doing between the start and finish line on Sunday. Just the things that they do in their lives. You know, when you find folks who push themselves to do events like we're doing, um, there's a, there's a good chance they're doing something pretty extraordinary in other aspects of their life, or doing it in an extraordinary way. And seeing that has just given me so much juice this year. Yeah, and we're blessed to know a lot of those people. You know, like Thomas Eller, the first deaf-born runner to complete a six-star journey. My friend George, I don't know his last name from Germany, um, donated um, not a kidney, a um, trying to think which organ it was. I don't remember, but he was an organ donor um, and did it fairly close to going to Tokyo to finish his six-star journey. I mean, people are doing extraordinary things, as you say, um, in terms of in the community, and then enormous amounts of fundraising and really special and unique things. So um, your awareness around some of that, just me personally knowing you and seeing what you're doing back home in our New York City community, like, did that stuff kind of inspire you to start doing a lot more stuff that you're doing? Because I'm really impressed with uh, your outreach and how you're connecting with many different runners that maybe aren't even part of any running group at all whatsoever, either doing sweat tests, um, nutrition help, doing runs with them, you know, coaching them up, if you will, like what kind of led you, you know, into that path and how has it been going for you? Yeah, there's probably two, two tiers to it. First, um, you know, when we got to London, that was just like a really meaningful experience for me and my sister and the culmination of this big journey in honor of our dad. And I wanted to talk about it. And so I did. And I, so I, you know, I put that out to the world and the internet and I, you know, didn't have much of a following, but just putting that out there, I was just blown away by what came back to me by being vulnerable, just speaking what was on my mind and my heart. And 
people reached out to me with these crazy, just, you know, gut-wrenching stories, not because they wanted to like unload anything, but just because like they clearly needed or wanted to share. And I've been in that place where, and it, it, it could be, many of them were cancer journeys. They, they, they were so similar to mine. They lost a parent to cancer. But this is true, can be true for so many other things where, you know, you might experience something and, and you don't know how to talk about it with others who might not be able to relate to that experience. And so first off, I just immediately empathized with any, all that energy that came back to me. And I wanted to find a way to help those people tell their story because I knew they wanted to and they knew they needed to, to heal. And then it made me zoom out a little bit and recognize like, hey, that's not just about, you know, this specific type of journey that I'm on with these individuals that I'm speaking with. Everyone's got a story. You know, everyone's on a journey. Everyone's dealing with something. Everyone has something to share with the world. And, um, you know, being a running, being such a big part of my life creates a really open channel to be able to do that. And so, that's kind of led me on this journey where I can kind of combine giving people a mouthpiece to the world um, and amplify any message they want to give out there and also you know, provide a little bit of help along the way for newer runners along the lines of things I'm passionate about, whether it be how to hydrate, how to fuel yourself. Um, there's so many people that have been embarking on these new journeys running their first marathon or second marathon, it could be a 5k. It doesn't matter. It honestly doesn't matter. What matters is that they're pushing themselves to do something different and that they see and want an opportunity to improve. Yeah. And I think what I love is you're opening doors for people who maybe, maybe aren't feeling as welcome or they're new to the scene, new to the sport, don't understand a lot of these things, what's in front of them or what could be, what could they take on? What are they capable of? So you're bringing them in. And that's what it takes. You know, you just need to bring people in and make them a little bit more welcome. And if they feel like, okay, I'm all right here. I'm comfortable. I'm safe. Um, let me come and run with this guy, Rob, again. He's fun. Um, let me meet Jonah and his friends and I'll let him test me. Um, let me find out more about myself. And, you know, I know the different groups, you know, you run with uh, the guys up by Yankee Stadium. I've seen a bunch of those clips that you've done, which are super fun. But also recently you've gotten involved with Abbott, doing some work with Abbott. And just, just we just talked about your post walking back into my hotel room to record here. And I think it was one of the coolest stories. And literally, I just shared it in my story. So talk a little about um, this little venture you had going with Abbott and this particular runner and, and what that came to be. Yeah, super cool. I mean, to uh, Abbott's changed my life, like first and foremost. So just uh, this is like pinch me type stuff. You know, I can't believe uh, you know, a year ago I was here in Berlin running and to now be sitting here like we are is is honestly mind-blowing to me and I'm super grateful for it. Biggest Abbott fanboy in the world. I just can't, I literally have the six stars now tattooed on my leg. So like the biggest fanboy. So this is all just like a complete dream. But yeah, we started speaking after the spring uh, marathons and, you know, I think the vein of kind of me sharing my story and just the the lens of, you know, everyone's got a story to share resonated and we started talking about like, hey, is there something we can do that would just create an awesome opportunity. And uh, yeah, so we went out on a, on a search to find a great, uh, a great candidate to give entry to the New York City Marathon to. And uh, so yeah, that's what we did. And so uh, Lily is going to be running the New York City Marathon. She's awesome, super cool person uh, living in Manhattan. And uh, yeah, she's going to take on her first marathon and conquer the five boroughs. Life-changing stuff, man. Kudos to Abbott and uh, great job by them seeing that you'd be a, a terrific person to partner with. 
uh, collaborate with and do work within the community because that's what they do in their business life every single day. And being the lead sponsor for these races and the majors that we're part of, I mean, as you said, there, there are no other races that are run to this level with logistics and support and crowds and just the courses that we get to run, the blessing of the opportunity and, you know, the expansion that awaits, you know, whether it be in Sydney or South Africa or Chengdu or wherever it ends up being, it's going to continue to grow. Um, but giving somebody an opportunity this late in the game to uh, fulfill a dream, to run New York, which you mentioned was her dream, is just just completely amazing and yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's super cool. And and honestly, it's like it's easy to talk about like giving somebody else an opportunity and like doing things. This is so fulfilling. Like I bet you, I get more satisfaction out of this than than anything. Like it is it is absolutely f- overflowing my cup. Um, I've never been so fulfilled in my life than the the work that I've been doing with Abbott and then just getting engaged in the running community, um, whether in, in any channel that we've discussed has just been super meaningful, super valuable. And uh, I honestly couldn't be happier. Yeah. Anytime uh, I close our longer form podcast, and this is a quicker chat for Rob and I, just because we have so much going on and wanted to capture the energy here today, but I close our longer form podcast all the time on community service with one reason and one reason only. If every listener out there hears what Rob is doing or maybe wants to do, hasn't done yet, but just something that's really exciting him. And he shares that experience with me and then vis-a-vis our audience. Like it gets the juices flowing. It gets people thinking like, hey, wait a minute. I used to do this back in college or I volunteered at a soup kitchen or I used to go read to kids and, you know, English as a second language, whatever it might be. There's always something that we could be doing on the volunteer side. And as you said, the moment we give back, the moment we give of ourselves or our time and or our experience to some person or a group, we are like glowing. We're floating. It's an almost an out-of-body experience. And we feel better instantly. And then what do we want to do? We want to tell everyone we know about what that experience was like. And then that energy continues to go around and, and gets paid forward. So kudos, brother. Um, let's keep doing more of it. You're, you're doing a great job. That's why I wanted to have you on. Um, before we roll out, do you have any other big goals, whether it's personal or even connection, community, anything else big? Because you know, it's exciting. You got a chance to finish off this Abbott Slam, but anything else big that's out there on the horizon for you? I don't know what next year will bring. You know, this this year has been a dream come true, you know, and we're still in the thick of it. We've got six amazing weeks coming up. So I'm just looking forward to going through them, staying present. I mean, there's definitely going to be more marathons in the future, lining up some of the spring races already, no doubt about it. Um, but I don't know what uh, next year look like in its entirety probably get through at least the at least the spring majors um but would also like to see if there's you know some other fun things out there as well and uh yeah on the personal side just being more present in the running community has been so fulfilling i'm absolutely going to continue doing that um i love we're building this awesome uh run club up up in the bronx with shack at the with the bronx burners that's super passionate i love my wednesday nights are my favorite night of the week always love doing that and um yeah i'm just gonna kind of keep keep riding this and i'm in a very fortunate position where i can do what my heart pulls me towards and i'm just gonna keep doing that keep following that journey brother and follow your heart man always that's the direction to take in life man wherever Whatever gets the juices flowing, whatever gets you out of bed or even keeps you up at night, those are the things, man. Follow the dream. Keep it rolling. And uh, let's stay in touch, man. We'll get you on for an IG live spot. We'll get up. We'll do something live at the track. 
with the crew up there. Or maybe we'll have uh, your guest on who has the New York City Marathon and we'll, we'll have a chat with her, man, and just you talk should. to her. About, yeah. No, the three-way the three chat, just because you found each other and you presented the offer and just talk about it. Like, how's training going? What's it feeling like? There's got to be nerves. There's got to be energy. Let's get her on, man. Let's have a chat. That would be great. We've got some stories already to share, so that'd be great. All right, let's do it. Rob, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you, our friendship, uh, chasing the Abbott Slam journey, being part of this awesome community, and for coming on with me today and spending some time. We're wishing you big luck in Berlin. Have a great race. I know you're going to enjoy it. I know you're going to be flying video and high-fiving people, sharing the big energy. In Chicago, you'll let it rip and go for a fast time. And then New York, we're going to close this shit out big time, bro. And we're going to party and we're going to celebrate like it's 1999, man. Let's do it. Yeah, we are. Thank you, Ron. I can't thank you enough, man. All it right. the world. Appreciate you, bro. We tell everybody at the end of every episode, keep lacing them up, keep getting out the door, and always remember to stay in the fight. Stay in the fight, baby. Let's go. Let's go. While it was so fun chatting with Rob in person just a couple of days before Berlin, um, so inspired by the work he's doing in the community and also his own um, individual running is really uh, on the uptick. I think he's gathering momentum from sharing so much of his experience with so many runners out there that are on their own running journeys and it's fueling his performance as he's continuing to get stronger as a runner and using a lot of different tools available to him um, in the community um, from just building great connections and uh, continuing to learn more about his sport and his craft. Anyway, Rob's a great guy. Definitely give him a follow. Um, he's got such positive energy and shares it uh, in the running community and we all need to do more of that. So hope you all enjoy the listen or the watch and hope you're all getting after it. I hope that we're gonna see a lot of familiar faces in New York City and most certainly some new ones as well. Let's, uh, let's connect, uh, let's keep building great momentum um, and let's just keep getting after it, my friends. As I say at the end of every episode, keep lacing them up keep getting out the door and always remember to stay in the fight. Peace out, my friends. See you out there.